Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Orange Shoe Podcast and our uh, client highlight segment. This is a segment that I haven't made an episode for in a little bit, and I'm really excited to get back to it. There are so many clients across the Orange Shoe organization doing amazing things when it comes to their um, health and are seeing amazing results. And so I'm really excited to start highlighting more um, uh, clients that are just doing big things. And so we kick it off with uh, Orange Shoe client um, of Wanaki and her name is Brittany Flatabo. And Brittany has been with Orange Wanaki for just about a little over a year. And over that year, she has lost over 60 pounds, got off her, um, you know, the scare of potentially being on blood pressure medication and has gotten rid of her migraines and has just seen tremendous changes due to just being bought into just everything that goes into taking care of yourself when it comes to your health. And I would love to say that it was all because of Orange Shoe, um, and it's not. Uh, we all know that in order to see results like what Brittany had, that 60 pounds of weight loss, there is a lot of, lot of hard work and dedication that needs to be taken on her behalf. That a little bit of it was coming to the gym and being motivated, but a lot of it was due to all the changes that she made outside of the gym. And she talks about all of that in this episode. So I'm really excited for you guys to get to know a little bit about Brittany, learn about what worked for her, and potentially have some takeaways to maybe get you going in the right direction um, and maybe trying some of the things that have worked for her. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. But here's a quick message from our sponsor. Is your nutrition preventing you from reaching your goals? Do you enjoy eating healthy, but don't enjoy or have the time for all the prep work? If so, then I highly recommend checking out Lean Feast. Lean Feast is the premier meal prep service in the medicine area. They take out all the guesswork and provide you with quick, healthy meals on your schedule. The best part, you get to choose what goes into your meal and how many you purchase. Let's say you struggle with eating healthy lunches during the work week. Then you could go there, purchase five lunches, and eliminate that struggle. The meals take three minutes to warm up via microwave or stovetop, and then they are ready to eat. Season with your favorite spices to add your own little flair. Gone are the days of running to the drive-thru or skipping meals altogether because you failed to plan. Head over to Lean Feast today and use promo code OSPODCAST for 10% off every order. You will not regret this decision. Hey, Brittany. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Orange Shoe Podcast. I haven't done a client highlight episode in a long time. So I'm like really excited to get these going because I've been talking to other owners and there are a lot of clients across the organization that are doing like a really amazing things. And when I was like, all right, I got to start talking to some people. And you're the first person that came to my mind because you have made like, like some tremendous changes in just a year, which in the fitness and health world, a year is a pretty short period of time. And so you've done just some amazing things. And so I couldn't think of a better person to have back on to get like these client highlight episodes back up and running. So thank you so much for just like taking a little bit of moment out of your day to just like chat about your experience and everything that you've been able to accomplish. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for, for having me. You're welcome. And I know we were talking before and you're like, oh my God, this is my first podcast. I don't even know if I'm <laughs> like, what I'm going to say is coherence. Don't worry, just have some fun. Um, so yeah, it, everyone's first episode, first podcast is always a little weird because um, you're like, man, I'm like going to talk about myself for the next like 30 minutes. And for most people, like talking about yourself isn't like something naturally we like to do in general. So um, we'll try to have some fun with it. And um, well, I just want to, you know, share, yeah, I think you're going to have, I think a lot of people listening to this are going to have a lot of really great takeaways from kind of like your process and, and what you did. So 
Um, with that, Brittany, I would love for you just kind of to start, just like introduce yourself and just kind of let everybody know, like just a little bit about you. Yeah. So I'm Brittany Flatabo. I live in Wanakee and go to the Orange Shoe Wanakee uh, location. I attend the group classes there. Um, I'm 31 years old. I work in marketing for Achieve Company. Um, I'm married. My husband's name is David. We've got a dog named Bentley. Um, we like to do a lot of home improvement, renovation type projects. Um, we're both pretty avid cooks around the house and just kind of have a pretty, pretty typical everyday lifestyle. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. That was like your perfect, like intro elevator pitch of on who yeah. you are. <laughs> some people are like, it's like perfect, just like that smooth. And then some, it's like a 15 minute where they go back to like, well, I went to preschool here. And then <laughs> I didn't like that teacher. So I transferred to over to the other preschool. So that was perfect. Um, so Brittany, let's kind of, let's go ahead and go all the way. So before you even reached out to us at Orange Shoe, kind of, um, kind of talk about where you were and kind of where you were at, like mentally, mentally, physically, you know, and kind of what, um, kind of made you kind of start the process and kind of be like, Hey, like what led you to like reaching out to us? And so we'll kind of go from the start and kind of work our way to kind of just like where you are today. So, you know, um, just real quick for the, the listeners over. So Brittany's been at Orange Tree for about a year and she has, um, you said you're about 60 pounds of weight loss, right. Since being at the yep. gym, and with a lot of other changes and a lot of exciting changes too. Um, so I just wanted to like, just preface that. So everyone kind of just has an understanding of kind of like where she was and now where she is. But so now we'll go all the way back to the front in your own words. I would love to, for you to kind of just start to share that experience. Yeah. So um, this actually started, so David and I got married in November of 2021. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate that as soon as you get married, you have a lot of extra time on your hands once that wedding is over and you feel like you can kind of get back to your life. Um, and so at that point, I really wanted to start getting back into a fitness routine that I just kind of neglected for a few years. Um, and at first I started by going back to hot yoga, which is something that I've done, um, regularly really enjoy. Um, but it was, you know, you have to show up to hot yoga a good 20 minutes uh, early for class to get at least a decent spot in the room. And then mm -hmm. your class is 90 minutes long. And then you've got a 30 minute drive home. So all of a sudden it was like, I was investing almost three hours a night just to go to a yoga class. And it just, it wasn't sustainable. Um, I was also having some pretty awful migraines at that point. Um, and it seemed like anytime I went to a yoga class, I was having a really awful migraine almost immediately after. And so it just kind of gave me a, a, heads up is like my body saying, Hey, this isn't what you need right now. Like look for something else. And I have been a member at like Harbor athletic club here locally, um, for group fitness classes. I've tried Princeton club. I've tried anytime fitness and none of that really seemed to stick. So it was like, all right, I got, I know I need something that is close to our home. I know I need something that is going to hold me accountable and I know I need something that isn't going to take up too much of my time. Um, and so that was where I kind of stumbled across Orange Shoe and um, reached out to set up an initial appointment. And um, I don't know if anyone else has had this experience, but when you go to a gym for the first time for that like initial consult, it is nerve wracking. I mean, I oftentimes don't feel comfortable. There's a lot of times at the yoga studio, I didn't feel comfortable, you know, like you just feel out of place, like you're an outsider trying to get into this cool new club. Um, <laughs> but I remember instantly like 
Sean just like popped his head from around the wall and was like, hey, you must be Brittany. Like as soon as I walked in and there was just this instant like welcoming atmosphere. Um, and it just kind of felt like a good fit from the beginning. Um, and I know typically through Orange Shoe, you start with personal training and then work your way into the group classes. And Tom, I remember having this conversation with you of like, I'm a pretty uh, competitive person and I like to be able to like hold myself accountable against other people in a class and, and just have this challenge. Um, and I know that was kind of going against the grain of what's typical, but I really appreciated you saying like, all right, let's, let's try it out with group classes. And so um, from there, my goal was really just to get there to move my body twice a week. Um, it was something that I felt there were times that could fit my calendar, um, you know, one time during the week, one time on a weekend. And I just needed to get in the groove of getting to the gym twice a week. Um, mm. So that was kind of where it all started um, and what my focus was really from February of last year up until about June um, mm -hmm. was just how can I, how can I show up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like the first key is like, yeah, you got to master the art of showing up and you kind of set that, like you set the, the barrier of entry nice and low for yourself, like just two days, just like commit to two, because, you know, a lot of times we, when we, when we, when we're trying to have like healthy change or habit change, sometimes we go for like that all or nothing mindset where I'm going to go five days a week and I'm going to eat super clean. And I'm going to like, just eliminate everything bad out of my life and my diet and we all know usually how that ends with off, like pretty much quitting everything. So I love that you started off with that, just like, I'm going to go two days a week and I'm just going to stick with that and just kind of master the art of showing up, which is, that's huge, right? And we talk about that a lot on this podcast because um, we talk about James Clear a lot. And that's just one of his big things. It's just like starting off really small and then just over time building, building up on that. And so I remember in our consultation, one of your big things was like, yeah, I want to, you know, weight loss is important to me. I would love to lose some weight. And I always have this conversation a lot in consults is where I always say fitness is great, but fitness is definitely not the most important thing when it comes to weight loss. And you just were totally bought into that. You understood that. And, um, you know, we could go to the gym and really bust our butts in the gym four five, six days a week. But if we're not kind of cleaning up the stuff outside of the gym and doing the right things outside the gym, when it comes to our nutrition, the weight loss isn't going to happen as fast or it happen at all. If we're not, you know, taking some of those proper measurements. And so I loved what you did is that you kind of like took that ownership and realized like, no, this is up to me. Like I'm going to show up, then the gym is going to do their job and which is going to be making sure I'm working out, making sure that I'm doing things correctly, modifying and giving me that accountability and that push. But outside of Orange Shoe, there's a lot of things that, you know, are my responsibility to make sure that I get the results I want. And so I would love for you to talk a little bit about your journey with, you know, figuring out like what was going to work best for you and for you to achieve that weight loss, because there isn't one cookie cutter program for anybody to achieve weight loss. Like it's got to be something that just jives with you that you can really buy into that you're going to do consistently. And so what you're going to talk about is, you know, what worked for you and people might get a lot of really good benefit or some insight. Um, it may not work for everybody, but I know it worked really, really well for you. And so I would love for you to chat a little bit about what that kind of approach was to your nutrition once you started working out and, um, and what it was and maybe some of the resources you read and to help you kind of guide your, guide you through it. Yeah. So, um, I would say from February till about June, I lost 25 pounds and that was not really focusing on, uh, changing anything about my diet really. And it, that mm -hmm. was purely just 
becoming more active every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still having migraines and I'm someone who suffers with endometriosis. Um, and so it just, I knew that something was still just not totally vibing in my body that I was still having this, um, this habitual pain essentially. Mm-hmm. And so I met with my doctor and even with losing that weight, my blood pressure was still high. I was still on the verge of needing blood pressure medication. Um, and that was where my doctor actually referred me to, um, another doctor named Aviva Ram, who has a book called Hormone Intelligence. And it's just all about women's health, essentially, and how, um, your food interacts with different hormones just as a female. And, um, if you suffer with things like PCOS or endometriosis or migraines or, um, early menopause, just anything, anything that could fall into the women's health world. Um, she talked through using an elimination diet, um, for seven weeks to really kind of get back to ground zero with your hormones and then bring back, um, reintroduce foods into your life and see, just see how your body feels and kind of go from there. Um, and so that was what I did in, I started in July. And I remember getting the book and reading through what this seven week detox or elimination diet was going to be. And I, I remember David and I were both sitting and reading and I looked at him, I was like, man, this is going to be really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but I, I think I read that on like a Friday and I knew that weekend I'd go to the grocery store, get myself kind of set up for success, um, both physically and mentally. And Monday I would start, I would start um, this elimination diet. And so for me, that was removing gluten, dairy, caffeine, alcohol, added sugars. Um, it was really monitoring my red meat intake. I mean, it was, there was quite a few things that you couldn't, you weren't supposed to be indulging in. Um, and for and... most people hearing that right now is probably like, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and no. that's the same for, yeah, for some people, like, you know, there are certain things and, and then just certain, you know, certain people are the character traits and things like you were like, all right, yeah, it's going to suck, but let's do it because that's how important it was for you to get the result that you were looking for. And for a lot of people hearing what you just said is like, yeah, there's no way, right? Like maybe just one of those things, like no way, there's no way I'm eliminating the alcohol. There's no way. But at the end of the day, like it's, it's just seven weeks, right? And yep. you, then you're going to figure out what you're going to add back in. So yeah, that is, that is a huge elimination diet. And that is, that would be very, very challenging. Yes. Um, and that was kind of the mindset I went going in with this of it's seven weeks, just like you said, Tom. Um, and I'm not going to lie. The first few days absolutely sucked. I had headaches. I felt incredibly tired. Um, and it was just like, why, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Um, but by the end of the first week, I was feeling really good. And I had found recipes that I knew tasted good. Um, and that was a big, big piece of this for me is I knew I couldn't go through and eliminate all these things and not enjoy what I was eating during the day. Mm-hmm. So it was figuring out, okay, if I can't have what I typically used to have, like cereal or something for breakfast, what can I have that I would like? And maybe that's an acai bowl with homemade granola and, um, or just finding those little things that were easy to prepare, tasted good and made me feel good. I went from, I, I would always have lunch and just feel absolutely tired by like 2 PM. Right. And feeling like I needed like chocolate or coffee or something to get me through the rest of the workday. 
And all of a sudden I started just feeling great through the entire day, even wow. without not drinking any coffee at all. Um, and I mean, we had some family weddings in there where it was like, okay, I'm going to let myself have a piece of wedding cake while we're at a wedding. So it was also kind of forming a new relationship with myself surrounding food and not beating myself up if I did have gluten one day, or if I did want to have a latte on the weekend one time, but you know, it, it's all about balance, right? And it's never going to be an all or nothing situation. And so that was probably one of the hardest things for me was actually being okay with having the, having those indulgent moments and realizing that that's going to happen in life. Um, and that, that's just a part of life. Um, but by the time I got to the end of seven weeks, I was feeling so good that I decided I'm just going <laughs> to keep doing this. Um, and I started trying to introduce things back in. So dairy was one of the first things. And um, I kind of found what my threshold was, you know, having been so clean on, I'm not consuming very much dairy at all. I was then kind of able to see like, okay, it's okay if I have it, you know, a couple days a week, but then I know once I get to this point, then I start to feel bloated. Um, gluten was another one where it was like, okay, I know I can really indulge in gluten once a week. Other than that, I started to get migraines. Um, and it was amazing how this helped my energy levels. It helped my migraines. All of a sudden, all of the symptoms I had with endometriosis, I mean, I was taking, it was essentially overdosing on ibuprofen to just feel <laughs> okay to not taking any ibuprofen at all in a matter of two months, which was incredible. Um, and so then that was when my weight loss journey really kicked into high gear because once I was feeling so good, I was like, man, I want to go work out more because I have all of this energy. So then it went from, you know, two times a week to maybe three or four times a week that I was showing up at Orange Jew. Um, and it was just all of this kind of coming together of, man, I feel so good. Um, I'm seeing the results I want to see. I feel more confident in my everyday. Like it was, it was just like everything aligned so perfectly that, um, it was been so easy to, to want to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's what you did was just unbelievable. Like hearing everything and just that diet is not easy and you went into it. And another big thing is like, sometimes we see these diets and then we say, all right, I'm going to do it. But you did such a great job of planning. You knew that you, if you didn't plan, you were just going to quit this diet, right? Like that diet is not something you could go in and just wing and just figure it out. Like you, you did such a great job of like, yeah, what am I, what are those recipes? Because I'm the same way. Like what I eat, I need to enjoy it. And if I don't enjoy it, it's going to be real easy for me to go back to something that is enjoyable for me. So you found those recipes, you did the research, you went grocery shopping, you eliminated things out of the house that weren't going to serve you anymore during that, that time period. And um, so like what you did was just remarkable. And then the fact you get through seven weeks and then be like, you know what? I kind of like this <laughs> and just yeah. to keep going. It was, that's, that's awesome. Like not many people, most people are going to get to week five and be like, all right, once I get to seven, it's like, I'm having a whole pizza and it's just, <laughs> so that I just applaud you, um, for just, man, go putting yourself through that and just like really just going 100% in on it and committing to the process. Because when you go and you commit to something 100% and you do it consistently, you get amazing, amazing results. And that's exactly what you experienced. And now, ever, now that the diet, um, you're kind of past that and you've learned so much, 
so much about your body. Is there anything that um, you just completely just eliminated that you just will not go back to or anything that you just have a really, really, like you said, you learned about your relationship with dairy, your relationship with gluten. Are there things that you've just eliminated and now you've just never added back in because you realize like it just didn't really serve me. And um, once I eliminated it, it was easy to not add it back in. Um, I would say for me, one of those things has been alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. That is definitely something that um, at the time felt really daunting to take away from my diet, um, especially just with the culture of drinking in Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was one where I really started to realize how even just one or two glasses of wine can really pull me down the next day. And so that's been something that I just haven't gone back to. Um but regarding everything else, you know, I don't get me wrong. I still love a good hamburger Oh um, yeah, and, you know, a, or a nice steak, or I, I don't think to me, it's all about that balance. And, yep. um, there's nothing else that I found that I absolutely cannot tolerate. Um, it's just finding that, that right ratio of, I was overindulging in too many things and that just kind of put my body totally out of whack. And so mm-hmm. now I know how to keep my myself in this good space where I'm not suffering from migraines. I'm not suffering from, from cramps or, or any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sean and I have actually had this conversation too of, I don't want to give the impression of just going gluten-free, dairy-free is what makes you lose weight because yeah, there's also yeah. a lot of easy ways to still gain weight by being gluten-free, dairy-free. <laughs> it was more about you know, I'm not just subbing gluten-free bread for bread I used to eat. It's just totally changing the way that I approach a meal. Um, you know, it's always mostly vegetables. Um, and then protein is, is next on the list. Um, where it used to be, the focus was carbohydrates. And after that, like vegetables were last. So um, now when I go to the grocery store, 90% of what I'm buying is from the produce department. Um mm-hmm which is, so it's just completely changed the way that I look at, um, even setting up a meal, um, or a recipe. Wow. You have dropped so many great, like tidbits and like knowledge bombs in, in <laughs> your, you did such a great job. And with that, um, yeah, like you're saying like, you can definitely still gain weight and be on a diet. Like, I think sometimes it's, you know, a lot of the times it could be eliminate something, but like you said, you just substitute it for something else that has the same amount of calories in it. It's not the fact you know, gluten doesn't make us gain weight. It's the calories in the object you're eating. So sometimes I feel like, oh, like oh, I'm going to go on a gluten-free diet. Well, that's great. You're just eliminating gluten. You're not eliminating calories. Same thing with dairy. If you're not eating dairy, okay. Yeah. You're dairy free, but where are you making up those calories with something else? that you're eating instead of the yogurt or drinking the milk or whatever, eating the cheeses, you're supplementing it with something else that actually might be more calorie dense than what you were eating when it comes to the dairy. And so that's, that's always something to really make sure that we're paying attention to is just because whatever you say, diet doesn't, uh, I think sometimes people like, and I feel like, you know, TV and social media and stuff, diet doesn't necessarily mean someone's trying to lose weight. Diet just means that they're tweaking and all it, all a diet is, is what we consume on a day-to-day basis. So everyone's diet's different. It doesn't mean that somebody's losing weight. They could be trying to gain weight or just maintain their weight. So um, just because you're going on a diet doesn't mean that it's going to lead to weight loss. Um, so like that, I think that's a great, great point to make there is just what we substitute can really also, also, make, also lead to just detriment. And now we're going to step on the scale and be very upset because we thought we were on a diet 
when we kind of like really weren't, we weren't in that calorie deficit. Yeah. So I think the other, sorry, one other, one other thing on that point, just talking about stepping on the scale. That was another thing is I was never focused around how much weight I was losing. I was always going off of how is my body feeling like that? Mm-hmm. That was the the biggest compass for me in this entire journey. Um, because I know, you know, your weight can fluctuate on a daily basis and that can really get someone down if, you know, one day you're up, but you did all the right things and you don't know why. Um, so I, I really tried to use how am I actually feeling as my, as my true North in, in this whole process. I love that. I love that because there are so many factors that go into our weight that, you know, I feel like a lot of times people go out to dinner and they'll have this like very, really like buttery, salty, a great dinner in general. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that you went out and you had a really amazing meal. And then the next morning we step on the scale because it might be a part of your routine, your morning routine. Before you get in the shower, you step on the scale. And because you had that savory meal that last night, and we step on the scale and now we're three pounds heavier. A lot of times we think that's fat. Our body's like, Ooh, you just gained three pounds of fat. And it's like, that is not the case. Like we cannot gain fat that fast. Like it's just water weight. We're just a little bit inflamed due to the salt, due to, you know, everything that we just consumed. It's just your body's retaining a little bit of water to help with the digestion process, all that stuff. Give it a couple of days that three pounds will be gone. And so I feel like, yeah, just giving yourself grace and basing off of base, you know, how you feel whether or not that's that's the result we should be paying attention to because the weight loss will come if we're doing the right things. It just may not come as fast as you would like, um, but it, it will come if we're continually and consistently doing the right things. And if you feel good, now look at you, you started to feel good. So now you you bumped up your, your output. You started mm-hmm. now working out three or four days a week, which now leads to more calories burned, which means to leads to a bigger deficit in the calorie range. And so when you're feeling good, it motivates you to one, keep going and doing what you're doing, but also to add more movement in your day, which then ultimately helps too. And then it manages your stress. So your stress is managed. You weren't feeling so lethargic and stuff after work. And a lot of times for a lot of us, we have to work out after work. It's either before or after. And if we're feeling lethargic, it's really easy to not want to go and work out. And the reason you're feeling lethargic isn't because of work. Like it's because of maybe it's because of the food that we're eating and how we're fueling our bodies. And so you're feeling better after work. You're, you're excited. You're motivated to head to group class and you're ready to like know that as soon as you walk in the door, no matter what happened at work that day, the people in the gym are just going to like excite you and motivate you. And you're just going to end up having just a, a fantastic workout. So with the workouts, um, what are some of the benefits that come besides, you know, obviously helping with, you know, weight loss and strength gain and stuff? What are some of the big benefits you see with, you know, working out, you know, obviously you're, you're in the group, in the group class, um, arena. Um, what are some of those big benefits that you, you get from just being a part of those group classes and, and working out in general besides weight loss and things like that? Yeah. Um, one of the other big health things that came for me is I think I briefly mentioned this earlier, but I was at risk for needing blood pressure medication and it's now my blood pressure is at a level that is healthy and normal. And I'm no longer at risk for, for needing medication at this point, which is amazing. Um, just the camaraderie, honestly, like I think as an adult, it's really hard to meet people and, and find friends outside of, you know, if you have kids, you know, your, your kids, friends, parents, or, um, you know, your coworkers, but just having that, that group atmosphere where we're all in this together, 
Um, we can joke about this together. You know, a lot of people <laughs> hang out after class to, to connect. And um, there, there's a social piece to that too, um, that I think just helps um, with, I mean, that, that helps with stress management, that helps with just mental well-being and feeling, feeling the sense of belonging. Um, I now am able to run. When I first started group classes, I absolutely <laughs> hated outdoor running. Yeah, you hated um, running. <laughs> and now I can run two miles um, without even really thinking about it, um, which I, I can't tell you the last time that I did that. It was probably back in like 2014 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, I, I feel like I can push myself even that much further. You know, my brother and I was recently visiting him in California and we were able to do like a seven mile hike and it was the tallest peak on the peninsula of where he lives. Um, so we climbed like 2000, 2000 feet, which can't find that really here in Wisconsin, <laughs> but, um, so just these, these things I'm able to do without even like second guessing myself, um, which is, is really awesome to, to be able to push myself to these new boundaries. Yeah. And it was so cool because I feel like every month we would, you know, cause throughout that summer period, we'd have running in these group classes and it seemed like every week I would see you come in the door a little bit faster and a little bit faster and a little bit faster. And next thing you know, you're just like running laps and you're just like not stopping and there's no walking. There's like, it was just like so cool. I could see like an incremental change in just week in one week to the next week to the next week by the end of summer. You, I think we did like a repeat workout of one of the running workouts and you were like five, six, seven minutes faster than what we did at the beginning of summer when we started running. And it was just like incredible to see. You got so many more rounds done. And then on top of the running, you were lifting heavier weights in the gym than the first time you did it too. So like the whole workout in general was just more demanding and more challenging. And you were able to just like blow past younger Brittany. I always like to say you were younger when you first, so like you were just like running laps and it was just like so cool to see that change. And just also like when you get to work with people, you got to get to see um, just like their demeanor, right. And their energy. And like from the days, from the day you started to today, right. Like just your energy and your excitement. you've always had a smile on your face. Like it's one reason we love you. You always come into the gym and we can make you do the worst things in the world. And you're always just like smiling, <laughs> like, Oh, that's awesome, Tom. Like, yeah, the bike sucks, but you know what? I'm, I'm alive and it, you know, I'm feeling great. And this is awesome. I'm just glad I'm able to ride the bike. Right. And so you just have such a great positive outlook on, on everything. And I know too, fitness played a big role in helping you get through a pretty tough time recently with, with David and that, and that's up to you if you want to share that or whatnot. But I just know that fitness has also done a really like fitness really helped you get through, you know, tough times. And that's why I love fitness. Like when things get tough, we got to, we got to double down on that because that's fitness plays such a key role in our mental health and anxiety and stress management. And when, when the going gets tough, we don't give, we don't get, give up the things that make us feel good. We got to actually double down on that stuff in order for us to be the best version of ourselves to get through those things. So do you mind sharing a little bit about what that, like what fitness was able to help you through with that, with that tough time? Yeah. So uh, my husband, David had quite the health scare, um, kind of completely out of the blue that just totally rocked both of our worlds where, um, he was in a hospital for a week and, um, I was with him at the hospital every day. And, um, it was at a point where I wasn't able to make it back to the gym for about six weeks, I believe. Um, and you know, the first week when we're in the hospital and your focus is primarily there, um, you're just mentally and physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time we kind of transitioned back home and it was like, okay, got this downtime. 
and I'm I'm kind of feeling like you know 2021 Brittany I I know I need to move my body because I at that point I was still eating really well but the the component that was missing was just moving my body um and so that was where I started outdoor running and then I also um started doing the online classes that you all have um, filmed for Orange Shoe and being able to do that without having to leave David in a time where he wasn't able to be left um, was it gave me this peace of mind of like okay I'm still taking care of myself and I'm doing something that still makes me feel really good but I'm also being the the wife and the partner I need to be to my spouse um, so it was um, just mentally it was time for me to completely clear my head and just focus on the the workout at hand um, I could work up a really good sweat in my basement although it's nothing compared to when you're in the gym <laughs> Um, and yeah, I think it just, it was really good. It it was exactly what I needed to get through, um, a difficult time. And then by the time I was able to come back at the beginning of the year, now I'm up to, I think four or five days a week. So it just gave me this much more appreciation of what the gym does for me. And I went through this period where I, I couldn't have it. And so now it just makes me that much more appreciative and grateful of, the group classes and being able to to show up and move my body that even on the the days where it's cold and rainy and dark at 5 a.m and you really don't want to get out of bed <laughs> I just think about the those weeks where I, I couldn't do that and it's like all right I I would do anything to not go back there so I'm gonna I'm gonna show up today mm-hmm. and it's amazing how when fitness becomes such an important role in your life it's somehow we go from when we first joined a gym, wondering how it's going to fit in our schedule. We think everything else is so much more important. And how am I going to make going to the gym fit my schedule? And you're just like scratching your head, looking at your schedule. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I'm going to make this work to then once you're in it, now it becomes so easy. You just like, you make it work, right? You're like, okay, I'm moving this. I'm canceling this. Like, this is one of the most important things to me is my workout. So whether I have to wake up at 5am and get it in at the 530 class or 6am class, or that day, I'm going to have to wait until after work and get it in at the 6pm class. And it's amazing how when fitness becomes that staple and it, it means so much to you and you realize the benefits, you're willing to like move your schedule around to make sure that fitness is, it, it works because it's filling up your glass and you're committing to yourself. And fitness became such an important part of you and Orange Shoe and your relationship of just like the gym and connecting well all as trainers and whatnot, that you not only kept it for yourself, you passed along, you passed it along and you shouted to the mountains. And next thing you know, you're like, I'm getting my mom, my dad, my, my husband, David in the gym. And so we were able to work with all of them. And it's been such an amazing um, it's been so fun just meeting everybody and working with everyone. And you were just like, I need to shout. I just need to get everybody in here. And so with that, thank you so much, Brittany, for just like passing on that. And um, that's, you know, that's like the greatest way anybody could say thank you to their gym is you referring and talking about your experience at the gym with others. And, and um, that's just like the greatest way you could say thank you. And so we just appreciate it so much, but why was it so important for you to tell your mom and tell your dad to, you know, tell David, um, why was that so important to you? Yeah, you know, for David in particular, just knowing what he had been through from a from a medical standpoint and being in the hospital for a week, what that does to your body. And, you know, graduating from physical therapy, uh, we just knew he was going to need that extra special, you know, attention during this time. And that the, this time in his recovery was going to be the most critical 
for determining if he was going to make a full recovery or not. So that was a no brainer of, um, David didn't really get an option in that. I was like, you're going, Yeah, I think you emailed us. I think you like emailed yeah. Kelly and you're like, Hey guys, like David's recovering. He's doing well. Like when can we get him in the gym? Like yeah. the doc says like one week and then he's good to go. Or like, yeah, you were, yeah. yeah, I don't think, yeah, we, we had a feeling that David didn't really have too much of a say in that, in that one. No, no. <laughs> Um, but that was just out of a, a place of love, but yep. for, for both my parents, you know, I think, um, they have had similar, uh, struggles and trying to find that good relationship with, um, diet and exercise that I've had. And which is probably where I've learned a lot of what mm-hmm. I, oh, I had prior to joining orange shoe. And so, um, I think knowing that, you know, what works for me is not going to work for everyone, but at least giving them the tools that I found helpful and saying, Hey, you should really give this a shot and just, just see, see what you think. Um, because, you know, I want the people that are close to me and important in my life. I want them to have the best health and the the best life they can have as well. Um, and so this seemed to be a missing piece for both my parents. And I felt it was just a great opportunity for them to try something completely new that neither of them had done before. You know, um, my dad was a Harbor athletic club member, but just having that accountability of a trainer to show up and specifically work on things that he needs. He'd never had that before. Um, Mm -hmm. And same with my mom, Um, you know, and she, she travels three out of four weeks of the month. And so just trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, But knowing that you all have a team that would be there to support her and, you know, help her in any way that you can and kind of hold her accountable for things. um, That that was what I thought would be perfect for her. So it was out of a loving place that I just wanted to push, push all of my family to orange shoe. Cause I, I, I've had such a, a great experience myself. Yeah. It's, it's been such great. And I love beating the parents of people that are at the gym because you could just see like <laughs> your mom is just like a spitting image of you. Like, or I should say it's a vice versa, but like your mom yeah. is just so sweet and your dad, and you gave us a little bit of a warning with your dad, you're like a little rough around the edges, nice guy. So it's been great. Like just meeting everybody and just getting to know everyone. And then David's like now in like, he's doing a PT. Now he's in small group on Saturdays. Like he is just like, really progressing really well in in the gym and it's just been so fun to see his journey and him just like coming in and just like he's got that great mindset that we were talking about last night where he's like this is hard but like I'm here to work like I'm not here to like play you know lollygag and play patty cake like I know this is going to be hard and he just puts his head down and works and that's just so awesome to see and so it's just been so great just having you and the whole family and and you know you just like if you have experienced just such great results but and a lot of times people want to give their gym like the like oh you know thanks to you I got this and it's like we play a small role in that and I just want to make sure that you get, everybody that ever gets a result at a gym like never discount the work that you put in like you ultimately had that switch in the head of like I'm 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 taking control of my life and I'm going to do the tough things that are going to you know they're going to be tough in the beginning but once they become a habit they're going to become easy and you put in all that work and it was just so fun to see and I'm just so glad that you know um, we were there just to, you know, motivate and push you and just to kind of help you and answer any questions. Um, but at the end of the day, like you put in that work and it's just, I love like just celebrating people on the podcast and just like giving you like a virtual high five right now. And just like, cause it's just been so cool to see. So great job, Brittany. Thank you so much. And um, with that, is there anything you would love to just like pass on to anybody that's listening to this, you know, about your experience or about your journey or anything um, that you would like to kind of end, end the podcast with? 
yeah, I think if I could just boil down into like three points of why I saw success, um, I think I would boil it, boil it down to consistency, showing up. Um, you know, that is a huge part in showing up to the gym, but also consistency in, in your diet and your nutrition. Um, I'd say point number two is finding what makes your body feel good. You know, none of us are supposed to have chronic migraines or headaches. That's, that's not just part of being human. Like if you're not feeling good, take ownership of your body and, and figure out what, what will make you feel good. Um, and I think number three is just giving yourself some grace you know, mm. um, changing that relationship of being this all or nothing and, and finding that balance, you know, even if you are gluten-free, enjoy a piece of wedding cake at a wedding or, <laughs> you know, just knowing that there there's going to be give and take in all of it and, and don't beat yourself up on the hard days, but really celebrate the wins that you get. I absolutely love that. That's perfect. Brittany, you, oh, I couldn't set it any better. So well, with that, Brittany, I just want to say thank you so much for just hopping on today and just be willing to share your story. And just like, I know this is going to, a lot of people are going to be able to take so much from this. And um, so just thank you for just like, you know, getting, I know the podcast is, is nerve wracking a little bit, but I hope you enjoyed it. And um, I, I'm excited for everyone to just listen to this and, um, and just really be able to take something from your story and whether that's going to motivate them to start, you know, doing that um, to maybe try the elimination diet, if that's something that's very intriguing to them. And um, again, what was the name of that book and the author? So if people want to reference it. Yeah, the book was Hormone Intelligence and the author is Aviva, A-V-I-V-A, Rom. R-O-M-M. Perfect. Awesome. And I'll go ahead and I'll throw that in like the show notes too, if people want to click on it and check that book out. But um, with that, thank you, Brittany. And I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And I know you'll probably be seeing Kelly tomorrow at the gym at 8 a.m. group class. Yep. Looking forward to it. <laughs> awesome. Brittany, thank you again so much and have a great rest of your day. Thank you. As always, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate every listen that I get. With that being said, if you have any feedback or any questions you would like answered on future episodes, please use the link in the bio above to submit me a quick little voice message you could do right from your phone. I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much again for listening and have a great rest of your day.